subscribe to Simply Bitcoin. Lovely, thank you. All right, welcome everybody, welcome in. You made it to another episode of the Meme Factory Podcast. Uh, this evening we're running stream test number 76. Any and all of you who watch this on any kind of regular basis, you'll know that we'll only run test streams. That way we can't get shut down. It's not real, just like the Meme Factory. This evening we are joined by none other than Jeff Booth. Jeff, say hi to everybody. Hey there, nice to be here. It's nice to have you. Now, this is not your first time on the podcast. The last time you were on, we changed not much, but maybe a little, but you do understand the same thing as before. We have ad copy that our sponsors send to us that we require, what they require having the guests read. It's been sent over to you, so at your leisure, if you want to pull that up, it's just something we need to get through. Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody. My name is Jeff Booth, and tonight's episode of Meme Factory Podcast is brought to you by Suscorp's new Oh, wait, wait, wait a sec. What's this? Okay, Jeff, Greg doesn't even screen these ads anymore. So we maybe have 10 seconds max before he shuts you down. What? My name is Timothy Timmonson and Greg is me locked in a shipping container somewhere. In my uh, Please Greg. get me out of here. He keeps me in here and, keep, oh, and oh, feeds oh, me boiled shut potatoes. It, shut it down. Sorry, I defecate in the bucket. Please help. I'm being held against my will. No more. <laughs> okay, we're back. We seem to have had some technical difficulties. Um, yeah, the I don't know what happened with the ad read this week. It's uh, you know, it was a little weird. Uh, it's, it seemed uh, GPT wrote it. It was messed up. Um, let's just move on from that so uh this evening uh we need to get a sandwich order from you jeff if uh if you'll direct your attention over to becca she's gonna go through Hello, the menu jeff. i have a special menu for for you this day i have three sandwiches for you to choose from so our first one is the robo sammy it's a personalized ai generated lab brewing nutritional with Ooh. clown world sauce all over it and but it's packaged by subsidized human workers so the government hit their target um job growth numbers you know so our second one is the great deflation burger so it's a hundred percent locally sourced real biological grass-fed alberta beef and it comes with hutterite colony grown potato wedges and it's served with um, fresh bone broth, which I just picked up the bones today. So super fresh. And our last um, special. So this is sponsored by Plebeian Market um, and Yellow. Don't Stop Believing Steak Sandwich. And it's been marinated in Red Bull for 514 days. And Yellow, he has a little message for you. And it says, AI won't replace me. But buy me on Plebeian Market. So, 
I, I love it. Uh, it was is close between the yellows, uh, yellows, but I'm going to go with the great deflation. <laughs> Beautiful, excellent choice, Jeff. Excellent choice. I like the cow. <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Becca. You can't say state life like that. Um, so you uh, you prompted my inviting you back on the show. Um, I know you've wanted to get back on for a long time, and we just I've been begging for you. Yeah, um, I've been begging. But uh, what really prompted you coming back on the show? You made a uh, you made a video with some AI tools that was pretty impressive. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how that how you even got the idea to do that? Uh, I, I just I've been watching kind of how fast AI and 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 all of the tools are accelerating and and changing. And I thought, okay, my message obviously isn't getting through to everyone, and everybody's. Everybody's leaning into these messages, AI tools, and really excited about these AI tools without understanding the implication of those from a system that must steal that productivity from us. So, so I put together, took about 15 minutes and put together um, kind of a warning from the future, almost a good AI coming back from the future to warn us what would happen uh, today. And I, and I just used four different AI tools be able to create and stitch that together um and uh, it, it turned out <laughs> turned out pretty uh, pretty incredible and i think the thing is that the uh, that i realized that that would have taken it would have cost an agency and time and months and uh, 10 or twenty thousand dollars literally a month ago to create and i did it for free and it took 15 minutes um and if you carry that forward that means in six months, those types of messages are going to be hitting you all over the place and you won't know that they're going to be hitting you. Um, and when we think that our, our, our minds are not able to be changed, Im imagine putting in an AI with, a, with something, with a function to be able to slowly change people's minds that they should live in an inflationary uh, world or that, that um, that's what it should look like. Um, and then have that AI measure um, how long they're on each site, what they're saying, saying, and constantly improve to be able to change their mind. And so, I just I thought I'm going to use the same tools that are that are going to be used against us in a in a centralizing function to be able to warn people. How do we know we're talking to the real Jeff Bees right now? <laughs> you won't in, in, in much longer. You won't. Like you literally won't. If you just play this much further, you won't know that. Yeah, I was. Um, I've not known your Twitter feed to be full of what I would consider to be a meme. You know that that video yeah. you made is it falls into the category. You delivered a message. There was video and audio. Like you didn't have to hire a team. You didn't have to hire a voice actor. And I remember seeing that pop up, watching it and going, holy shit. <laughs> you know, if Jeff can do this in 15 minutes, I'm going to be out of a job in 10. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rusty. Yes, you have a question. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Talking about out of jobs. Um, uh, so <laughs> I've noticed that um, Mid Journey has kind of, you know, taken a little bit of my uh, work away um and but what i've what i've realized it does is um 
is I can't compete with someone that can just, you know, pump out a thousand images, a thousand epic looking images, um, you know, a minute. Um, but, um, but I, I can add more value and put more work into it and create, you know, um, using AI and, and creating, you know, my artworks, but, but adding value to it and doing more work to it. Is, it, is AI pushing people to work harder, like uh, in, in all of these things that it's replacing? Yeah, and, and this is why this is such a, an important and, and non-obvious conversation for most of the planet. It might, I, even, even some of the Bitcoiners who were uh, commenting on a post I put today haven't, haven't actually quite understood. They, they effectively say technology has always been deflationary, which it has been, um, and they can't understand that, that you're living on a rat wheel going faster and faster and faster trying to chase that because monetary units are being debased or monetary units are being increased. Um, and so what should happen, uh, Rusty, is, is, is anybody who's creating value against that should be able to create more value, but the output of all of it should reduce prices for all of us. Um, and, and there's a really simple law in economics that says prices fall to the marginal cost of production. Um, when I say it's a law, it's, it's not a, a thesis. It's, it's always true, right? It's, uh, it, it, um, you can stop that by regulating an industry for a while, say healthcare or finance. I'm not going to let prices come down. But what ends up happening is, is it, somebody that does some, somewhere else in the world that lets them fall because prices fall then takes over your industry. So no matter what, on a length of time, prices fall to the marginal cost of production. Now, if you think about what's happening today in, in all of things, prices should be falling to the marginal cost of production. What I just did in that video is created something at scale that is going to take away a whole bunch of jobs. But in, in other words, and there's less things to be able to push up in price unnaturally. So that's why people are confused about some things going up in price and technology moving other things down in price all things would be falling in price energy would be falling in price all things would be falling in price to their marginal cost reduction but some things are regulated or manipulated more and haven't had as much technology in them say houses that become a store of value versus a utility um in in that in that sense and it's it's driving it's it's driving the world off a cliff. It's very uh, sunshine and rainbowy of you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, but, but there's a but the beautiful th but the beautiful thing lining. is there is a silver lining, <laughs> and 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 what's and and I've said this often, but what's actually happening with Bitcoin is is Bitcoin's just measuring prices falling, the marginal cost of production. That's what it's doing. So it's not Bitcoin going up in price. It's everything falling against uh, Bitcoin forever um, because it's the only thing that's outside of the system without counterparty risk that can measure that because it can't be manipulated. You know, one of the th one of the ways I think about Bitcoin is as a like a calculation tool. So it's it's the measurement stick we're using to put uh, human value on everything on the planet. Right. And it's the best measuring stick we've got. Like um, Chocula like Count Chocula and <laughs> yeah. the, uh, where, where I'm going with this is there's a, there's a problem in AI is called the alignment problem. Are you familiar with this? Yep. All right. So, uh, 
TLDR for anybody listening or watching. The alignment problem with AI is you can build the thing and then how are you going to be sure that it's thoughts, actions, and wants are going to line up with what humans want or, or you're going to end up with like, you know, Skynet. Um, or the, or the paperclip analogy. Or like right, the, where, where, like where, from where, Microsoft Word, where it just keeps asking you if you need help with something you don't. Yeah, but or the paperclip analogy that you say, you give an AI a tool to be able to create, uh, to, to be the most efficient paperclip uh, um, and just that. And it steals all the resources of the world and kills humanity in favor of trying to make the best, most paperclips, right? So, so, so that's what you're, sorry, cut you off, but that's what you're talking about. Right. So currently most of these AI models are using a, uh, a training tool for alignment called RLHF. It's, uh, I just pulled it up. Hang on. I'm not pulling it from memory. I'm pulling it from Google reinforcement learning from human feedback. Right, so basically with ChatGPT, you tell it whether or not it gave a shitty answer or a good answer, and it's ali it aligns itself with its users. But that doesn't scale, apparently. So <laughs> if RLHF doesn't work for fixing the alignment issue writ large, can we hope that maybe Bitcoin solves that problem? Yeah, and, and these are two totally different concepts, and this is why it's important to ch uh, change. Uh, I'm often asked, how does Bitcoin solve AI? AI is is going to continue to move. Remember in my book, like this is going back four years ago, that I talked about exactly where we would be right now with artificial intelligence, and I said, ultimately, intelligence, human intelligence or artificial intelligence, is at the base just error correction, right? Just error correction. We have a model of the world and we're constantly trying to improve that model through error correction. And when we find different things, we, we get smarter. And then we, that base intelligence sits below when we build things on top of that, uh, um, that model, that's all that's happening with AI. And some of those reinforcement learning, um, pieces are now sufficiently intelligent that now they can query another layer. To get smarter and smarter and smarter. Wait, so if you look at what does that oh, mean? Query another layer. So 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 once you know the layer underneath that this is true, say in physics, right? Gotcha. Now you can you don't have to think about Einstein's theory of relativity every day, it, it or Maxwell's equations that 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 many people here wouldn't know that, but how <laughs> how they handle all perfectly. Exactly, but how they handle perfectly all our wireless, all our communications today, set of equations kind of built on Faraday's uh, Faraday lines, um, going back a hundred years. Don't people don't think that they don't need to know that anymore because it resides on a base of knowledge, and they build on top of that base of knowledge. So they proofs, proofs, proofs. At a, a kind of you're constantly trying to to get to proof. What's there before is con is is you're challenging it. <laughs> that is that base correct, and then one as it's as it's correct or proved uh, or proven, you're building more models on top of that. And we as humans sit on top of those models. So we sit on top of all of the intelligence that ever has gone before us, and we query that intelligence. And we think that we always had it because it's been built of base of knowledge and books and now computers that sits on top, and it makes our lives easier. And now we're qu querying on top of that. That's just moving now to machines who are going to do it better than us and take that level of knowledge 
um, up a lot. That is a different process, but that process of doing that, just like technology bef uh, before, uh, say, the train um, or electrification or anything, made society better um, and should fall, make pr prices fall as a result. But under an inflationary monetary system, you have to capture those gains in few people. And then because you've captured the gains in few people and most people miss out on that, which is a different concept, right? Different than AI. Um, the, the, then people rise up and they ask the state for more free money because they see some people with everything and they have nothing. And then the state says, okay, I'm going to solve this by redistributing it, by giving more free money. And you, and you end up with Germany in 19, 1930s. You end up with Lee turn against and speak people and then you you end up in war and divide of humanity and, and then it typically resets and you start it again that reset and that calculation because technology has always been deflationary and our monetary systems could be corrupted gold would be changed and moved to drive in an inflationary monetary system we don't want our houses to fall to nothing we will vote every day for somebody who will tell us a lie that they can make money up and not, out of nothing. And when I say we, the greater we, nobody, there's $400 trillion of insolvent debt today. It's already insolvent. And if you let prices fall from that system, everything collapses. You wouldn't be able to buy food in your supermarket the next day. There'd be riots on the street. It would just be horrific all around the world. So you can guarantee that governments are not going to let that happen. So they're going to print, they're going to pay it back by pretending to pay it back in manipulated dollars. But that's going to happen not just in the US or Canada, it's going to happen globally. And there's no, so the, the world wealth can't increase by creating more imaginary money, right? And so, but that's going to continue to happen and people are going to get fooled because they, because they're measuring from that system. And today with technology it's moving at an exponential rate. So we'd never, the train or, or the move from in, 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 um, yeah, when this happened before great, uh, uh, industrial revolution, it happened over 50, 75 years, hundred years, slowly, still fast, still broke economic systems. Now it's happening at light speed and people, and people are stuck in one system wondering why why what's going to happen and and, and it, all the next steps are really predictable so the, what what bitcoin does what bitcoin does is so in from the existing system because this existing system is just ba based on theft unfortunately and you know this is true but it's based on theft and it's based on a lie and because it's based on theft and it's based on a lie but it will fail without more of it then what you can guarantee from the existing system that centralizes everything is a creeping control structure that tells you what you can and can't listen to, what you can and can't do. And it'll reach into your family. It'll reach into more and more. So what you used to look at as economic freedom and freedom do, which drove healthy economies from the existing system, you can't count on that anymore. It's going to get worse and worse. What Bitcoin does is because it doesn't allow that manipulation, 
it's it's a decentralized system against that. What's happening is in Bitcoin, the productivity gains are flowing to society. In the existing system, the productivity gains are being captured by by the top. Whoever's closest so that, to the printer. So 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 that's that's what's happening. So so if if you measure in Bitcoin, you'll see over time. Now that comes with a lag, right? Because the monetary easing is there's it, the existing system is ten thousand times bigger than Bitcoin today, and so what it does is it has a, a lot of influence on your life. And you don't know the week that the Federal Reserve is going to print or China is going to print. You don't know what they're doing. So you see all of the things happening in Bitcoin price with a lag. Um, but what um, but what is really happening is its pricing. Fall, everything is falling in price against Bitcoin forever. In other words, the productivity driven by tech, technology I don't is... Know, Last year felt like Bitcoin was not doing a good job making everything fall against it. So, so, but again, it, it, now we can tell you exact. I can tell you exactly why. Tell me exactly why. <laughs> Be, because the Fed first, started. First, you need to say, first, you got to say "fug" to Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Fed started because you, know you know he's playing with you a little bit when he says yeah. that. The Fed started to tighten. The Fed's starting to tighten, it's and Fed's yeah, and no, not the Fed's fault because if they tighten for too long, the whole thing is going to have a uh, have a cascading collapse, and everything counterparty. Why SBF failed, why Credit Suisse failed, is the same reason the Fed started to tighten and had to come back into the market. If they continue to tighten, you could see, expect that counterparty risk to just one bank after another, like dominoes. They won't. And so now they're doing backdoor operations. Jeff, sorry, gotta interrupt you. Rusty yep. put his hand up. That's the rules. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Jeff. I mean, I mean, God damn it, Greg. Uh, okay, I didn't <laughs> want to interrupt you, Jeff. But but on 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 this train, r- rather than tightening, couldn't what would happen if the U.S. just went? Okay, look, we're gonna have use our fiat currency as a. Can um, anybody hear him? Yep. I, I can't. Thanks, I Jeff. Can't. I really I really appreciate that. What would happen if they just no, if they just made the made the US dollar a finite supply like Bitcoin? What could they just do a uh, you know a standard? Um, where, what would happen rather than tightening? Just stop. The do- uh, everything in the ra- around the world would stop. It would like the, like, the four hundred trillion dollars of debt that everybody thinks is actually money. And wealth in their houses and and a business that is is profitable, the whole thing would collapse. Everything. Is that the great reset? And and, and and it would and it would collapse until essentially you and even Bitcoin went went up in arms with pitchforks and 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 it went to your it went to your congressman, went to the people and, and said, print money, take away the Fed's independence. That's what would happen. Even the Bitcoiners that think that they don't want printing, they would be on the street begging for printing. How how totalitarianism comes into to stay is when that we get to this point in society and there's no fix out of the existing model, people take sides and they try to vote somebody that is on their side into power. And then that person, the only way they can keep power is to remove individual rights and freedoms. That's what ends up happening throughout history. Same thing. So it's just um, so there is no way, Rusty, to be able to do uh, to be able to do that. The system will keep going. It'll keep getting worse, 
and you have to have a transition mechanism from that system. So, so what's happening is Bitcoin is repricing that entire system over time. And, and what's happening with people that are living more in Bitcoin, they're seeing hope, they're seeing a better future. That's, and it's because it's designed to, in, in a way to, to do that. Now, I'm hoping that they'll have immunity from the, what's coming in the existing system. I'm hoping they don't bite from what's coming in this existing system. But what I would, what I would caution people on that say, if everybody knew this, this, then, then, uh, then in Venezuela, where they have a hundred percent year on year inflation, everyone would be Bitcoiners already. And they're not. And what ends up happening is most people fall into the trap of the existing system and they give it more strength. Well, it's sneaky. Exactly. Because, and they're measuring their life from the existing system and they don't, they don't know better. And as you're, as you move to anxiety, you, you stop thinking clearly. You can't think in first principles because you're so scared and you stop questioning how everything works and, and, and you're, you're stuck in that. It gets worse. And that when you say sneaky, that's what my hope is, um, is Bitcoin is giving immunity to people to think clearly and to make choices that they don't have to think because the existing system is going to get a lot more chaotic. It's hard. It's hard. Sorry. Go ahead, Sean. Well, so how, how, you know, I wanted to bring it back to, you know, you're talking about scary, right? Can anyone hear Sean? (laughs) (laughs) That's for Rusty. That's for Rusty. I really, I really like Jeff. Jeff's my favorite. (laughs) All right, all right. He's being super califragilistic, expialidocious right now. But... <laughs> okay. okay, so you know, I, I always look at Bitcoin like like it's the fir- first time we've ever had something that's actually a measuring stick that doesn't change, right? Like you were saying, you know, it's it's a tool to measure. I don't think we've ever figured out. Like we always try to compare gold to a good man's suit. And I think we finally have something that doesn't change with Bitcoin and, and that's a good measuring tool. But you're talking about you know, like a dystopian or a scary future. I think a lot of people get scared when they talk about AI because, you know, we think, OK, well, who's going to have a job in the future? And and I think that's what a lot of people wonder, you know, just regular people think about that, because in the olden days, they used to say, OK, you could get a job in the mine. Now it's like, OK, learn to code. But now it's like chat GPT is taking is like you could just type in a prompt and chat GPT can make a, a, you know, a website for you. So I guess my question is, you know, what happens to the majority of jobs? Because people need some type of, you know, sort of purpose in life. And so what happens to these jobs? Yeah. So so that is a different question. The purpose in life is a different question. I don't think that I think that's uh, than, than the job. So yeah, when, you con- when you conflate my job as my purpose and I have yeah. to have a meaningless job, because what is inflation is wage deflation. So what is it? What is it saying is I'm going to pay you less in real terms for your meaningless job until AI replaces it. And then when it replaces it, you should be fearful because there's nowhere to go except for the government who's going to give you more money. You should be really fearful in this, in that world versus a model where as jobs fell, because prices fall to their marginal cost of production, then then people move on and do other things, and the time of work goes down all around the planet, and we get more as everybody gets more for less, and and, and because that's not 
it, because it's not the world we live in yet, except for in Bitcoin, and it's not the world. So it's not the world that most people li uh, uh, live in, Sean. Uh, let's just explore how that happens. Okay, so so your calculator app on your phone. Five years ago, seven years ago, calculator apps on your phone, good ones, cost a do dollar a month or five dollars a month. And then more and more entrepreneurs came in and created better ones. And every time they dropped in price, dropped in price till they got to a penny or free. And then no more entrepreneurs want to create, go to look on app store. You'll see a hundred calculator apps competing for your attention and they go to zero and, and no need. I get a calculator app for free now. Um, because in the free market entrepreneur, well, there's a penny of profit entrepreneurs will create, will constantly drive that down until there's no profit in there. That's why oxygen is free, yet it's the most valuable thing in your life because there's no profit. The marginal cost of production of oxygen in, in, in space or in, in, uh, in underwater is a different story. You'd have to pay for oxygen there, right? But, but where things become abundant because of that process of entrepreneurs fighting in a free market to be able to beat each other in service of you, drives prices down yeah it's it's interesting because because you know I, I remember seeing this clip from tucker carlson right and he was arguing that that um yeah. that drivers i don't know if you've seen this clip right he's he's, he's wrong and that's what the thing so, I agree. So, yeah. so see people are so confused because because people are measuring they're calling capitalism communism or all these state in, in their mental model of something that yeah. is so broken around yeah. manipulated money that they can't see a simple, simple premise. Price, prices fall to the marginal cost of production, period. Um, nothing you can do to stop it. And if AI is driving marginal cost of production down at an exponential rate, then prices will fall unless you grant some magical authority, a money printer, to make prices rise against that. And then there's less and less things. So when the calculator app went to free and your photos went to free, and, and th this, this call went to free and can touch way more people. And all of these things that used to cost money and jobs went to free. And there's less things that the money printer can attach to. So houses go screaming higher, right? Yeah. Medical goes screaming higher. People, university education goes screaming higher because people are trying to find a way to live in a world that they can't live in anymore. Right. So the things that are scarce become uh, become crazy expensive and you're creating you're creating more scarcity with more more printing money. So buy as much scarce assets as you can before they get yeah. crazy expensive. Shoot. Sats my sphincter, my sphincter is buying Bitcoin. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but it's but it, but it's it, it's. So that's one and and for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody should be. I, I love that. That's two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, meow. <laughs> now that's two. That, that one I can check off. Yeah. I'm, penis, I'm penis buying Bitcoin all day and all night. Yeah, let's get back to the point. Okay. Yeah. So they. Um. So that. Um. That's one side. The. The. The neutral reserve asset that is unmanipulated can't be manipulated. That's within this network. That as people are starting to spend money on this network, they're advancing a network 
with unlimited velocity in that network that replaces the existing entire monetary system all over the world. That's what's that's what's happening. And and if you if you don't just hold it, your nod to be able to spend it and then replace, because right now you can replace. What that means is you're giving an incentive to the world that you're wanting to create faster because more businesses will accept it more, more people uh, and, and it'll, you'll drive the rails of commerce faster to it. Now we've only got about a half an hour left. I don't want to make sure time Mike has time to get to his question. So Mike, if you want to uh, MTC, if you want to go ahead. <laughs> a reference, uh, Jeff, we won't, we won't hear the end of Mike's of MTC's question until about, mm, Eight fifteen, uh, probably. <laughs> Fuck you, lot. Anyway, let let me let me crack on. Um, in the beginning, there there was the premise of a question. Uh, my my question earlier was going to be leading into the fact that what you were saying, Jeff, with people having like the choice and. I think learning is hard. Doing the work is hard. And I think people are much more inclined to, or the masses, listen to authority because it's easy. Doing what everyone else does uh, is easy, right? M misery loves company. And even if people knowingly do things that they think aren't quite right, they get validation from other people who are doing it because, you know, yeah everyone else is doing it right so I, I don't i don't have much hope in the proles as as all well put it but um i don't know my, the question that that i had was was kind of leading on somewhere else but anyway it what i want to know now is it do you think it's coincidental that what we have as AI and, and let's put it middle-class redundantizing platforms like GPT-4 are coming along at the same time as the end of the fiat system, uh, UBI, more surveillance. It, it, is there, it kind of feels like there's this perfect storm. And if you're, you're arguing that the, the, uh, the ruling Classes, you know, the, the the system owners, the people in charge, you pull the strings up. They have no choice but to just continue printing, right, and inflating their way out of this. But what if they let things collapse right at the point where AI is completely hitting its stride, and that there there is this transition capability for corporations, let's say big corporations, to move big swathes of jobs in a kind of industrial revolution style big bang to the ai world um the world's too uh, too interconnected and complicated for what you're uh, what you're saying and there's no and 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 here's the thing there's no there's some evil people in the world but most people are really great in the world um, and it's mostly a system reinforcing himself and those people saying we can't we can't let this collapse or we we're gonna have to make up more money to protect the stupid people that are gonna lose their jobs not knowing okay. that not, not knowing that at the same time they're doing it they're enriching themselves at their expense with because they don't understand what I what I'm talking about prices falling to the marginal cost of production literally. It, it, 
if I'd have asked you three three years ago, yeah. no more now, maybe four years ago, um, whether it was possible that the world could be driven to a grinding halt because of a virus, and literally swathes of countries be shut down, supply chains be halted, and for that process to have obliterated small and medium businesses, um, but it massively enriched big corporations in the process. There, there goes our YouTube channel. <laughs> what, what would you, what would you, would it have been within the realms of what you'd consider possible? Uh, yeah, and when I, when I said uh, the when when I when I said the existing system has to steal more control. And it has to centralize. And when it won't, when you won't let it in a country, it'll use that to be able to drive you against it and divide you, um, and alienate you. And then, um, and in service of taking away more and more of your rights and freedoms, that's why the system has to be designed. It's all, it's, it's, all, it's all coming. So you know that my book came out before COVID, and it predicted exactly yeah. how much more money needed to be put into the system that uh, you have to find a reason to put that much money into the system um uh, otherwise the system collapses these are all the historical it, reasons yeah so so the historical reasons end up being war yeah. mm. and and that's what's that's what's going to happen this time too um and most of the, most people yelling at the system enable it to happen faster like if you even look at most bitcoiners and i hate saying this the they're spending most of their time yelling at the existing system and the people inside the existing system, all those people stuck, it, they actually become more stuck because they can't see the bridge to the other side when you're, when you, when essentially you say have fun being poor or, 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 or what have you, because they're so, they're, they're, they're so anxious of what you're, uh, of what we're ta uh, talking about. Um, and it gives, it gives the power more power. All of these things give the power of more power. Imagine uh, marching down the street, breaking windows, uh, and 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 burning cars. And where does money come to uh, to fix all that stuff? So who am I supposed to yell at, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just it, it, and I love that. Um, what it par partially and some uh, I'm going to say it anyways. Yeah, so par yeah, so. Yeah, so par yeah. so partially people would 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 see how I act on all these podcasts and everything else and in in one way kind of rising above that and and see okay he must be myopic to not see what's going on in the existing system what I would say is it's more to diminish the attack surface that's going to come against me that's what that's what it is because because other people can't see what's happening and they need to see what's happening. And if you if you have a lower attack surface as you're building the past to to where where the future is going, you have a higher chance of getting there. That's it. You told me to lose weight. <laughs> More like being aerodynamic. aerodynamic. <laughs> so, how does one lower their attack surface? You um. Spend your time uh, building this, like you guys are doing it. Like the, the getting more people to understand where we're going on this. Memes help a lot. Um, sure, sure, uh, yeah, 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 but um, the um, help people uh, get to the other side. 
help people understand. Most people won't understand getting to the other side. This is a really complicated topic that puts them in. If you said, what comes first, chicken or the egg? What came first, the technology, technology or the money printing to be offset the technology? The technology comes first, right? And people think it's coming as a result of the other. It's coming first. And the offset and all the manipulation that has to come to be able to protect the entire system from collapsing through monetary debasement is a result of the technology and always has been. So people people have the things completely inverted. They have it the opposite way around. Let's have, let's drive productivity productivity. So to drive price and, and that'll drive prices up. It's insane. Right? <laughs> productivity, as we already demonstrated, prices fall to the marginal cost of production. That is what it is. And that's less GDP. It's not more GDP. So to be able to offset that that force, you have to make up more monetary units to offset it, period. And so so Bitcoin is measuring that. Um, as people start to come to understand that, I hope people understand that we can get billions of people onto this um, because they'll also be immune to what's coming. But a lot of people are going to be really hurt in this transition. Is that is that akin to the Fed raising rates to, to instead of, you know, like we're, we're trying to get rid of inflation, right? And so instead of increasing supply, what they're doing is trying to get rid of, trying to get rid of demand. Exactly. Exactly. Is it akin to that? They're just getting rid of jobs, right? Now, now think about it this though, all over the world, when you think about it for, from the U S perspective, when a different currency fails and they go into hyperinflation or massive wage deflation, that means the U S strip mines that country in favor of, of more wealth at the U S and less wealth in, in, in Africa, say that's what's happening. All over the all, all all over the world. You're literally because that system has to work like that, and these other currencies are going to fail. People think the U.S. dollar is going to fail tomorrow. Good luck. Um, good luck. It's not happening. In fact, by this process, other countries failing. It actually and all of those countries being stuck in that vortex and saying, "Oh, okay, now I have jobs again, right?" Because my labor is so cheap versus the world. <laughs> And businesses race in to capitalize that and take out cobalt to be able to funnel, right? <laughs> um, and 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 people are working as slave labor. We don't see the we don't see the negative implications of this system all around the world. And so so people talking about U.S. and kind of inflation in the U.S. or wage deflation in the U.S. <laughs> you haven't seen anything compared to its its uh, repercussion uh, uh, somewhere else. We had a uh, we had Greg Foss on the show two weeks back, and he mentioned that he had a six hour car ride with you, and it was more valuable to him than any college education could have been. And I, <laughs> I sort of understand why, but I'm curious about what did you guys talk about in that car ride? What were the topics covered? <laughs> it it felt like planes, trains, and the automobiles. Um, oh God! Those aren't pillows. <laughs> those aren't pillows. <laughs> um, but like, 
you gotta love Greg. He's a, one of the funniest guys uh, I've ever met, and uh, and 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 there's a big heart too. So I've actually had a chance not just then, but try, had a chance to travel Europe with him and um, and a bunch of different Bitcoin conferences and such. And uh, just a great great guy. I can't even remember what we talked about then, but we've gone we've gone sufficiently down the rabbit hole on just about every topic you could imagine. Some of the stuff you're talking about is just like. And I've wrapped my head around it uh, since getting into and down the Bitcoin rabbit hole. But a lot of the topics you bring up are just like the opposite of what you grow up learning. Exactly. The entire system is designed differently. And that's why it's so hard to... Um, If you think just about how our brains learn, uh, our brains make predictions of our environment, right? And even if you think about walking up the stair or walking up your stairs, you're you're taking photons into your electrical signals into your, and you have a model of those stairs. And if one of the stairs had all of a sudden had a different riser, you would trip because you're predicting and you're constantly updating your model based on that. And you'd probably trip over and over and over again until your model was updated. And then, um, and, and, and so you don't view the world as you think you view the world. Wait, wait. And so, is that what's happening? They're just keep changing the stairs on Air Force One? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what's happening. That's what's happening in the fiat world, yes. Okay, all right. Um, and, but, but that's actually why, that's why I wanted to connect it to that. In other words, what are, is ending up happening is we have a model of the world and we try to attach new information that doesn't match that model. And we try to attach it to our model, Right. And, and then change or we tune out stuff that doesn't match our model and we tr- look for stuff that reinforce our model. So if you have a model of, of inflation is good, government's in control, banks are safe, everything else, then then what you're seeing right now is surprise, 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 surprise. And, and eventually some people are kind of, wait, I need to look deeper and update my model, right? If you look at my book, and all of the predictions it made and where we are, or if you watch, if you read the article, The Greatest Game, um, all of those predictions are, you can see exactly where we are in the model, right? And it's just my model is correct, <laughs> or I think it's correct. If it's not, I'll continue to update it. But it's, but, um, but I'm not surprised at any of this. None. <laughs> you could see, I could Stock see it. Stock of tomorrow, V2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's updated again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but but actually, go read and just read through the greatest game because that was I, I wrote that in November of 2020, I think. And you could you can pinpoint exactly where we are on 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 the on on the fiat game and the and, and the path and and you could see and you can see what's coming next from from that as well. And you could go through all the steps. Of, uh, of where we are and so you could go in retrospect to see was the model correct then is the model correct now versus what people seem to be doing today it's crazy they walk they're walking outside and they're saying hmm, it's sunny today um it's well, it's obviously sunny um <laughs> they're, they're predicting the present they're not predicting the future <laughs> yeah it's like Just, uh, I- it's like what um, Guy Swan has the best analogy, in my opinion, you know, and I think he, he talks about how, like, if you were to look at NFL football teams at the beginning of a football season and all the expert analysts come out and they say, you know, no one's going to be the NFL champion because no one is the NFL champion. You know, yeah. we're, we're in the preseason. And he says that's how it is when people talk about Bitcoin. 
right? It can't be money because it's not the medium exchange, totally. all these other things. Totally. Because they're not looking at what traits would a championship team have, right? And I think that's one of the biggest things that that a lot of these quote unquote economists are are missing with Bitcoin is they don't they they're stuck in their current models and their mindsets. And it's it's really hard for them to branch out or to change that mindset of what would the world look like with something like Bitcoin. Sean, that's a really important because and and why would that be easy to do is because every historical reference that we have um, doesn't look like Bitcoin, right? There isn't a historical precedent for something that is decentralized and secure that doesn't need somebody to 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 hold it accountable. So you had gold, when people say what backs it, like and like gold gold backs a debt based system, right? We don't need a debt based system on Bitcoin because you have unlimited velocity money in the network. So so all of these constructs why wouldn't why wouldn't they see it because everything they've read throughout history has that error code in it based on based on previous generations yeah i mean you know i think one of the biggest things that we see is right is the phone booth you know no one uses the phone booth anymore <laughs> Greg's loving this. Greg is absolutely <laughs> loving oh this. <laughs> Apparently, uh, since there are no more phone booths, somebody was saying that Jeff Booth with a phone in his pocket is the only phone booth left. Yeah, I saw that. that I saw that. Funny. Yeah. All right. So, Jeff, tell me about uh, tell me about ego death capital, right? So, for the last couple of years, I'm used to uh, used to you think boys all telling us that um, nothing's going to outpace the growth of Bitcoin used by Bitcoin and why would you even try to game it, gamify anything else? Why would you try to get more yield on top of that? What's uh, what's the point of ego death capital? What are you doing with that? And uh, honestly, when uh, if you look at, uh, I'm going to give you a story, kind of in my in in my life first, if you and could around give me around a story like in your life to describe what you're doing, <laughs> that'd be great. In in <laughs> during COVID, I looked at uh, I looked at all my friends and everything else, and I didn't know. A friend that didn't break in Canada it was brutal. The COVID rules were brutal. I didn't really listen to them, but I didn't. But I didn't know one person who who didn't break a COVID rule. Yet I also didn't know one person that didn't hit. Wasn't a hypocrite talking about somebody else who broke a COVID rule. It was. It drove me crazy, and I just thought hypocrites everywhere. Um. And 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 so in in Bitcoin. I was talking a lot about Bitcoin. I held Bitcoin. I, I was, and, and, but I realized that most of my board positions and my, and the things I were doing, I was doing was in the fiat world. 90% of my time was there and I was holding this. I thought I'm a hypocrite. Um, the, the, unless I should, how could, how could I want, how could I try to get the world to move to where I wanted it to move? If I didn't invest ninety percent or more of my time in the place I wanted it to move to, so that was that was the dawn of I'm going to do something about it, and I'm going to put my time helping entrepreneurs, the best entrepreneurs, create the rails of commerce where where we're going to be able to bring on billions of people to this network. And so so I just decided to tune out, jump off boards in the, in the fiat world. And and move into and move into this kind of as much as I could. 
Could I, Jeff, Jeff what, I really enjoyed your book and it was one of those books that I, it's pretty easy to kind of get the premise of on the surface, but it, I dived into it and it, I thought about it for months afterwards, actually. And I think I've said that to you before. Yeah. Thanks y'all. You know, it's, it, it's such a good book and it, it had a, it had a big impact on, on how I think about things, but I've, uh, and so I've heard quite a few of your interviews as well. And I think my favorite one was with Princey where he dived into your background and what, a lot of people might not know about you is is how you built up a really successful company and ended up basically walking away from it. Yeah. Could you could you just touch on that? Yeah. Uh, so tell, tell people the story for those who haven't listened to that interview. Uh, so yeah, I'll do it really quickly. But um, so at one time that company was worth half a billion dollars. My own value. My own. I probably owned just over. 20% of it. So I had my value and it was a hundred million dollars and made it, made a choice to, with the board to pivot the company, to be able to, uh, to create kind of a predictive analytics, AI model around um, Amazon building supplies. And so what that meant is and by design, we actually had, to, we were growing it at almost a hundred percent a year. Um, and growing on big numbers at almost 100% a year. So it was significant. And we had to take, and what, what was happening though is the price of marketing because they, uh, the Google and everything else were just arbitraging that. Facebook was arbitraging it. And so your price of marketing was going up and the business wasn't going to be sustainable. You could look out and the business wouldn't be as sustainable for long. So I realized I had to change it. So went to the board, venture capital, and said, yeah, here's what we're going to do. Here's what it looks like. You almost have to build two different companies. One, all of the people building the new, while you're flying the, flying the plane of the existing business to, to cut that off. So you actually increase your cost to be able to do that. And so the same VCs that said, yep, this is the exact right thing to do, um, essentially pulled funding halfway through uh, through that and said, we're not, we're not game anymore. Now, what do you do? So a friend of mine at the, at the time, um, or I'd say acquaintance friend, but somebody in YPO said, I really uh, uh, love your bit, love your business, love where you're going. Um, and they asked to put that debt in to be able to bridge that through. And just as we were coming out now, getting back into the ramp rate on the new business, um, and need a little bit more money to be able to go through that. They offered the money. And then two days before close, they pulled the money. And they said, uh, they said, effectively, uh, I love the business, but I just want to own it with you. I, I'll give you more of the business. And, uh, and, uh, and that meant that would mean me wiping out friends, family, everybody that I put in the business, all employees. And, um, and, and, but I'll give you more of the business and we'll do this together. Um, and again, I haven't told that story much because it's still my fault. I took the, I took the money. I did everything else. It's my fault that business failed, but I came home to my wife and I said, my integrity is not for sale for any price, but that means we're going to go to zero. It means, means when I walk away from here, I'm going to get wiped out to zero too. Um, and we had sold our house. We had sold our family house to put into the business. So it meant three young kids not being able to pay rent at the end of the month. 
Um, so if, if people, if you know what that looks like, it just, so the, the one day you're doing something else, everybody's talking about how everything's so great. The next day, uh, you're completely wiped out and you don't know what you're going to, you're going to do now. A remarkable thing happened on the back of that event. The mil the types of people who came to me, the money was easy to replace. The uh, um, I I'm so glad I made that decision. Um, and and actually, I would say that when I meet a bunch of Bitcoiners, it's effectively the decision they're making, right? Their integrity isn't for sale, right? Um, and and so yeah, so that's I I think that's what aligns me with this community. I think we've we've all found our our line in the sand at some point on some level, possibly not to the degree of a hundred million dollars worth of stock, but <laughs> but but at some level, um, we've all kind of said that's enough. This is where I'm. Uh, this is a line I'm not prepared to, to cross, and I actually yeah. want to invest my time and my integrity in an, in an honest system. Uh, have we got time for one more question, Greg? Just, just um, quickly, just quickly on that. That's why, uh, uh, that, that's why holders would hold us to zero. My yeah. leg, my leg right. is getting erased by the, the sea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm prepared to ride it to zero. Um, yeah. uh, you know, and, and I think all of us here are, I, I want to know but for me, kind of fear, uh, I, I, I see fear as a, as a prison that you build for your own mind. And I can't imagine what what you were going through when you were faced with that decision of stepping away from uh, what you built and that wealth into the into the reality of basically having to start again from nothing. And you say that, that what you ultimately stepped into was abundance, but I kind of think that with, with this whole specter of GPT and the world at large and everybody kind of sees the, 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 the specter of, of what's coming down the line, fear is a, is, a, is a big thing in society, especially for the masses, you know, and going back to what we were talking about earlier, where people would rather just listen to authority and, and be told what to do and not do the learning and not do the work. I, I think people are fearful of that, right? People have, there's, there's a level of extended adolescence that pervades society where we have ostensibly fully grown adults who still have the minds of children, really, you know, not, not fully mature people within society. And I think fear plays a big part of it. What, what, what's your view on, on how, how, how folks can step out of that fear and, 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 and face it and, uh, and be prepared to lose it all, but potentially gain the kinds of satisfaction and fruits that you have from, from taking that leap into what was the destruction of your wealth, but coming out of it with more abundance than, than you could have ever hoped for. The only thing that would have been destruction of, uh, of, my, of my wealth, the only thing that would have been is as I measure wealth is destruction of my character. The only thing, right. everything, everything else I could, like I could literally live in a tent if I had uh, friends and family around and, and I would, and, and I would be happy there. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so I didn't need, 
I, I just had to ask what's important. Why do I do it all in the first place? Why do you, um, and, and then when I realized I have all the important things and only I could give those away, um, nobody could take those from me. It was my choice. Um, then, then it becomes really easy. And, and I'll just add to that, you know, from a, from a, a, every scarcity creates an abundance. So if there's a scarcity of, uh, of, of time and if, and of attention today, then that creates an abundance to do something totally different to provide value to people. So when people are stuck in, in, in these systems, they don't see, like if you, if you looked at, if you saw what I see in the Bitcoin ecosystem, and I wish, I wish I could, you'll see some of this coming up, but I really wish people could see it now, what I'm seeing and what's building because, because it's so hopeful. It's so crazy hopeful. And I'm just thinking, Okay, why are people stuck in this other system what when if they, they're what when they're, they're exactly but but just if they're bitcoiners and 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 the works there's a whole bunch of jobs that are developing around the bitcoin community and bitcoin rails coming in and those jobs in the future will look like you were at Apple or Google 20 years ago that's what it'll look like and 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 so I actually can't believe people stay stuck Oh, what was me? I'm so scared, uh, uh, scared in their existing thing when there's all of this building. And if they didn't, and if they don't find a job in that system, go create value because the world's going through hell right now. And anytime there's that type of pain, there's an opportunity to solve the pain. Yeah, but like we have those jobs and we got fired. <laughs> hey, I got fired too. We all do it. Now only Swan exists for us, you know, as an option. And there's yeah. lots more. There's lots more. There's lots more yellow. I really mean it. There's lots more. We'll look forward to that email. That's beautifully said. So uh, yeah, Jeff said he had a hundred million dollars, so he can he sponsor did. us. He did. <laughs> <laughs> no. Haven't made it all back yet, but it's coming. <laughs> he had, he had. Jeff, we're running over what our normal time is, so I want to make sure you get an opportunity to uh, tell anybody who's watching what you're working on, where they can find you, anything you want to, uh, anything you want to push on our on our uh, viewers. Push not, we, we anyway. not nothing to push uh, if you want to find me jeffbooth.ca is the best uh, there's a website to find me or at ego death if, if you're a company looking to build in this space and looking for capital or and help to do it uh, happy to look and see if we can help any more books in in the uh think tank i, I don't think so um but i'd I never say never, but um, I never wanted to be an author in the first place. I I just did it because it was bugging me, um, and I needed to say something. So we'll we'll see if so, if something's really bugging me, I need to say something. But uh, but otherwise, I'll probably just put the content out for free. All right, MTC, you get one more question. I think you know which one it is. All right, so I, I just need to RD sent me a question here, which um, <laughs> I need to I need to just read here. Okay, you ready? Ready. Got my notes. If uh, if the meme factory did exist, and we all know that it doesn't, and you could like, retweet, and mute any others, which ones would it be? Oh wow! Wow! Am I supposed to get? I, I I'd like it. I'd like and retweet all of you. 
No, bullshit. No, no. No, 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 the um and 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 start spending more time there too there's a lot of opportunities there too but but the the point here communication channels have to close they have to get centralized they have to close and so get yourself out of something that get out of something that has to close and diminish your voice network. and start rebuilding your network the, I... the beautiful thing about that is really really important because you own your network forever instead of being it centralized that means the same thing. That you, so you know how somebody, if they're early on TikTok or they're early on Twitter, they can build a massive following, um, but then they have to stay in that platform to keep the following. This is yeah. something that persists with you forever, right? On this, uh, on this, because the network effects are at the platform level instead of the client level, you can just move your key to another client. And, and that type of value, as long as you're creating value for others, that that type of value persists forever so you can ride the wave up of all of this uh, of all the people moving over to it because we're so early and it'll persist what what's can your I, can I, at? No, 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 that was the only question it was the rd question can i uh make a question too yeah of course i'm a, i'm a practical guy jeff if you can see it you say practical? where do you like practical like practical yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that one of the words? You know, people watch yeah, this. No, right? it is not. Yeah, I know. So oh, uh, it seems exactly. like AI right now is like in the level of like intra intranets, like something does like photo, something yeah. does like audio, something like when are we gonna have that killer app as we like to say we're we're, we're saying about Bitcoin all those years that it's gonna record all my actions in the PC. And it's gonna replicate it after like a week of learning what I do in the PC. I can't tell you. I can. I, I can. I can only tell you that these things are going to come faster, uh, faster than you can imagine, um, and they won't look like you you can imagine. And then they'll be then then that same AI model will be integrated to machines that'll come faster and in all different types and sizes to do different di different applications. And that so so it's coming. It's coming very fast. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. Like, when, when are those different internets of AI going to interconnect? And well, was, that's what we're waiting, right? Yeah. But again, stop waiting. It's a trend. It's, 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 it's like, it's so, it's, so, yeah, it's just follow the trend. Um, and, and all of that trend, just so that's why I say Bitcoin, that productivity will be flowing through you if you hold it to you if you hold Bitcoin, period. Cool. Sean. Okay, Jeff, do you know what happens at block height 840,000? I don't. Oh, well, that will be the next having is what happens at block height. <laughs> 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 uh -huh, uh -huh. And it's happening faster than what you're thinking because hash <laughs> rate is burring right now. <laughs> no, kid no kidding. <laughs> but um, uh, we're throwing the having party, we're throwing it in El Salvador. It's going to be April 3rd through 5th, uh, 2024. And we want you to come. 
uh, come down to the having party. This is the first time that that uh, you know anyone's really throwing a big having party, and uh, we want to make sure you can be there. We're gonna have the the toxic happy hour. You guys are gonna be there, so we'd love for you to come and even speak, and even and even maybe speak on a panel or something. It, it's gonna be more party than uh, conference. I like so, parties. So, so yeah, so come on down. <laughs> And uh, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of good things that we're going to awesome. have right now. Oh, that, sound, yeah. that, sounds, that sounds great, Sean. Yeah. Uh, Craig uh, Voss is going to be there. Yes. And uh, if you ask him, uh, we said the same about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. No. Yeah. You and Greg can drive down to El Salvador together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be a fun road trip. <laughs> be a fun road trip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thanks for spending your time with us tonight. Really appreciate it. Hang out here for a second. Uh, everybody else, thanks for tuning in. Have a great night. Bye, Greg. Bye.